Are we ready? What did you do? <laughs> Pick up the microphone. Hello and welcome to whatever episode this is of whatever podcast this is. Uh, my name is Michael Hing and I am I am across from a man who is eating a bowl of pasta that he ordered to his house. A big bowl of pasta. Now, interestingly, Ben, you've you've gone for the Uber Eats from Italian Bowl, a mm-hmm. I would say, frankly, budget uh, yeah. Italian restaurant in the Newtown area of Sydney. Sure, but you've not eaten out. You're not eating out of the tub where it came in. You've put yeah. yourself in a bowl, like you're trying to put myself in a bowl. <laughs> put, put the food in a bowl, yeah. Like you're trying to gussy yeah, up ha- a. Called having a little bit of class, mate. Yeah, it's <laughs> having a tiny bit of class. I am eating pasta. That's part of the snack report. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if I start getting, like, listener, if you hear me getting sleepier and sleepier throughout the episode, it's because I'm just ingesting a lot of carbs. But the, 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 the reason I bring up the pasta at the top is because we are joined today, mm-hmm. guest-wise, yeah, huh? by not only yep. a podcaster yep. and I would say semi-ironic DJ, like proper DJ, but also <laughs> oh like God. doing a lot of like <laughs> ironic tours uh-huh. uh, and also qualified chef for many years. It is the puppet from the Dolmio ads. <laughs> would you please welcome him? <laughs> uh, which means we're talking about Andrew Levins, um, because uh, well, you, as, as a chef, what do you think of um, what do you think of Ben's bowl of shit? Well, I, I used to live down the road from Italian Bowl. Oh, really? And I used to always give shit to my housemate because he would, it was the only place he ate at, and oh, he would mean, all, the only... only he would he wouldn't eat any. All he ate, he was a vegetarian that didn't like vegetables. Well, that's uh huh. That's, all very he ate that's was in some ways the noblest vegetarian. <laughs> with cheese on toast or Italian bowl, and it was always pesto pasta. Oh. And when he wasn't eating Italian. Bowl, he was making pesto pasta at home. Well, hang on. The house always smelled like pesto. So he could make pesto pasta himself. I mean, look, you can't really throw rocks at his house. You could literally put a can of, of, of sauce <laughs> with the pasta you're eating right now. I didn't have time. I've got podcasts to record. Um, so this is delightful. So, yeah, uh, the, the, the snack report will be supplemented by a. Because um, a lot of people have been like, um, mainly my wife, who started listening to the podcast <laughs> for the very first time. We've been like. Plus 70 plus episodes yeah. And only I got a text from her Like a week ago Being like I've listened to your podcast You eat so much sugar Well you do You do You eat an unhealthy amount of sugar And that, that comment has been made By listeners who aren't your wife as well yeah, For some true. reason You value her opinion More than your listeners I know Even though I am married To my listeners ears <laughs> How much money does she put In your Patreon account? <laughs> <laughs> Given that Ben is a podcaster I'd say Whatever rent is On this place we're recording in mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Hey So to stop on that snack report uh, I, I'm going to eat the uh, the bean bar from the long-awaited bean bar. Now uh, we've, we've been talking about this bean bar. This was sent in. I by brought David more beans Cass, too. Uh, from uh, I think I think either Texas or LA. I can't LA. remember. somewhere in LA? America. Levin, did you bring? Did you bring in? I brought I brought two different packets of fava beans. <laughs> oh <laughs> I'm wow! A, I'm a big bean boy. <laughs> you are a big bean boy. What did you bring? I've so I've been trying to cut down on sugar and and and, uh-huh. and carbs, so I uh-huh. only eat protein-based snacks. Good lord! Like a real. Insane person. Do you lift? Is that is that part of it? I do, bro. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, How's the bean bar? So let me tell you. When you look at that, what do you think those look like? Uh, Coconut pops, right? Oh, I was going to say uh, the poo of a rat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd been into this thinking it was Coco pops, but uh, that's wrong. It's is it, is it sweet well, or savory? It's just savory. It's savory and very beany. It's so weird that we've been talking about this bean bar for close to a month, <laughs> and you were like, "That's Coco pops." <laughs> Okay, we're talking about it in terms oh, of it see. being 100% a bean bar. It's black beans and peas. Uh-huh. That's what I should have expected. I see what you did there. Though. Like, you know how sometimes you pick up like a, um, a glass that you think is water and it's still Sprite? And even though still Sprite is kind of nice, you freak out? 
Is this a me problem? Yeah. <laughs> I think this me. is probably the, the, the problem of a man who keeps a lot of like half-finished <laughs> cups of Sprite around his apartment. I like the idea of you using Uber Eats for flat Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> Would you just shake it up, then open it, and then sit outside my apartment. And deliver it to me for two weeks' time. Yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend asked me to bring her flat Sprite once when she was um, ill. Apparently, she said it was comforting when you were ill. And I refused to because the sugar would dehydrate her. Oh, my God. You f- fuck off. <laughs> Just, she's ill. Give her what she wants. I know. In many ways, the um, once again, the Spartan, upri- uh, the, the, the Spartan upbringing in the Hing household has not served yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. You know, in in, in romance. Life. Now, mm-hmm. we have um, from our also, as well as the people um, who gave us the... Um, the, the Bean Bar, Friends in LA, they've also given us two types of M&M. Mm-hmm. And they're two types of M&M that I actually haven't seen widely available in Australia. And I'm going to let you, our dear guest, um, work out uh, which one you want. We can have M&M's Caramel. And I know you're trying to cut down on sugar, so you don't even... No, no I'm all about this. I've been fasting for weeks. Um, or m and <laughs> Even though Hing only told me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> or M&M's Peanut Butter. Well, I've, I've had peanut butter m and So caramel it is. Caramel I'm going to open it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not, I don't think this is going to complement my pasta very well, but I'm dedicated to this podcast and I'm going to try one. We've got to describe that this, this is the size of a peanut M&M. It is more they or less are. the exact size of a peanut M&M. Uh, what do we think? Is it a soft center caramel? Yeah, it's good. It's a good bit of goo. Oh, that's the gooeyest M&M I've ever had. Well, you know what? As much as you enjoy that, I'll be happy here with my bean bar. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into the classifieds. Uh, this is a podcast where we go through, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this has been sent oh in my by God. Melinda. <laughs> I just had a... I, sorry, I just had a bite of my pasta while I still didn't realise that I had a kind of at least a third of a caramel <laughs> M&M in my mouth because it was lodged like I was hiding behind my molar and I thought it was I was done with it. And that's a fucking disaster. Can I save you some time as a chef? <laughs> if you want to combine caramel and, and a kind of arrabbiata pasta thing, it's a non-starter. I'm sure it already exists in burger format yeah. somewhere in Sydney. <laughs> that's true. All right, so this has been sent in by Melinda, who lives in Queensland. She's a, a long-time listener to the show. Yes, uh, and it's uh, been posted on a on a Facebook um, on a Facebook buy swap sell group uh, by someone called Ruby. Are you aware of these? Yeah, the buy swap sells because I've, I've said it on the podcast before, but they are like really rich veins for this stuff. They are the wild west of this yeah. kind of thing. Created with you guys in mind. Uh huh. It is entitled "Our Lovely Rat Lucy." <laughs> okay. And the and there's no set price. Uh, we can't, put, can't put a price on a lovely rat. The first word is free. Oh, all right. Must go to a home with no pythons. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet pudgy little Lucy. We regret putting her up for adoption, but we have to as we are moving. She is- Sweet pudgy little Lucy, by the way, is how a hungry python would describe this rat. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are uh, regret putting her up for adoption, but we have to as we are moving. She's very unsocialized, bitey, a bit on the chubby side of things, but not yet fully grown, and aggressive. But we want her to go to the right person, someone without a python. <laughs> <laughs> that is, is that the only condition they have? So far, that means someone who can spend time with her and make sure she doesn't spend an unhappy life in a cage. Um, I guess. Hang on, what? She's saying, she's saying you, she wants you to walk the rat. Where else do you fucking keep a rat? A house rat. Yeah, house rat. You teach her to do cleaning and stuff. <laughs> That's the worst thing I've In a I've kitchen, ever... a la the movie, uh, uh, Spaceballs. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the help. <laughs> <laughs> we, when, we let her out, she ru- when we let her out, she runs under the bookcase and then we let her sister out and she becomes aggressive to her. But it's not her fault. She had babies and we didn't know she was pregnant when we got her. Oh. Oh. <laughs> 
Hang on, are you saying it's not her fault because we killed her children? I think maybe. In front of her? I just want my kids back. But despite her size, we can assure you she is not pregnant now. Well, well can you? Can you? <laughs> I've been full seem, before. Seemed pretty confident first time around. Well, none of us have fucked her. <laughs> By the way, they've included a photo of a rat that clearly has stock image like watermarks all over it. Oh wow! Well, okay. There's two- and she includes she concludes the letter. Sorry, she, she concludes the listing. By the way, the photo isn't of her. It just looks like her. <laughs> In that it a is rat. a rat. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is troubling for a couple of reasons because it's not difficult to take a photograph of a rat. No. Unless two reasons. One, that rat is so insanely aggressive it can't stay still regardless of shutter speed. Or two, the rat is so horrifying that to, to list it online with a picture would, would mean... Yeah, would mean authorities would be called. Yeah. Uh, it's a terrifying, terrifying rat, um, uh, I assume. But also, why, why, would, why do you feel like they need... If you're trying to sell a rat, don't you just hey, sort of... trying to sell it. Don't you just let it go? Well, it's very aggressive. I mean, that's like it's like they, if they if they unleash this rat onto the world, they feel like <laughs> they couldn't live with themselves. Just put, drop it into a sewer. Is that where rats live? Pythons live down there. Oh yeah, too many pythons. <laughs> yeah. I also love the idea of like now just like learning from this ad and always specifying that I don't have a python, no matter what I'm replying yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I would love to buy your fridge. Do you I think, do not have any pythons. Do you think that? The reason that she's had to specify is that she listed this ad before, and then it was like when the ivory dealer wanted to buy Stampy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the person came to their house draped in a python, like Liz Hurley in Bedazzled. <laughs> and it was like, I'll give a good home to them. And then, like, are you going to feed Lucy to that python? So, oh, this? Oh, so I'm sorry, I can't drape a python around my neck, and all of a sudden, oh, yeah, great. PC gone, man. Yeah, it's really 2017, <laughs> I guess. If this rat's so aggressive, and they're so worried about being aggressive. Why can't it eat a python? Like, why couldn't it take on a python? <laughs> give it a knife. I think you'd need to give it some sort little, of tool. Little rat yeah. knives. It's, it's not bitey and aggressive enough. Yeah. Mm. To, to, you need to level the playing field with in some many ways, kind of technology. In many ways, the rat is caught. Lucy, the rat, is caught in an awkward mid-ground where she's too aggressive to yeah. be caged with her sister, but not aggressive enough to murder a python. In some ways, you know that, uh, that moment at the end of Shawshank when that guy gets out of prison and he doesn't know what to do with himself, <laughs> and so he carves his name into a beam and hangs himself? I think that's kind of what they're thinking. The, the, the beam is... <laughs> a python yeah well sure but i think they like because they say that he's not she's not domesticated but she's certainly domesticated en- enough that they couldn't just drop her down a sewer yeah you know what i mean That's the other, yeah exactly she couldn't survive in the, by herself in the wild she's she's institutionalized exactly she's learned the ways of, of, of the big of the big house the, the weird the weird thing about this is that they're not selling the sister too no because she bites the sister no but like they're saying that They've not, they've not got their reasoning straight. They've not got their story straight. So well, maybe that one literally is for sale because it's not as bloody yeah, and aggressive. That's, that's true. Well, yeah, Imagine if you're it's being... It's listed at some like really good rat site. Like. <laughs> Premiumraps.com. Yeah. Rats.com. Uh, Uber, imagine, Uber rats. If you, <laughs> imagine if you were a rat being put up for sale though and you, you saw your sister was going for like 50 bucks yeah. and you were put up for free but too aggressive. Would that make you take a long hard look at yourself well, in the mirror? In, in the, this in this scenario, I'm a, I'm a sentient, like really sentient and intelligent rat possibly. I think this, this, is a, this is a world in which all rats are sentient, I should say. So hang on, who's selling the rat then? Uh, a larger rat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a horrible rat trading scenario. Sure. Lucy's definitely told her sister to check her, check her privilege. <laughs> <laughs> Have we spoken about how in shows there's the arbitrary Arbitrary sentience of of animals. Oh, like in like in Disney, how Goofy is a 
dog. dog. But he has a dog. Yeah, Goofy is a dog who talks, but then there's also Pluto, who is a dog that does not talk. Yeah, or like um, in The Lion King, for some reason, like some animals can talk and some are just like dead shit idiots like they are in the wild. All animals talk in The Lion King. Peppa Pig eats chicken. Really? Yeah. Do pigs eat chicken? Pigs will eat anything, mate. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> like, like human bug. There are other bird characters in the world of Peppy Pig. In the Peppy, I'm sure all your listeners know. Oh, but they, they, they have a, 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 a parrot in a cage, and oh. they also eat chicken at one point. Oh, yeah. that's distressing. That's what I mean. Like, I yeah. think I think worse than like in 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 stories where humans and animals interact exi- coexist. Mm-hmm. That's the most distressing because in Babar, for example. I'm pretty sure, I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure, and I know that friend of the podcast, David Cunningham, is literally seething with rage right now, (laughs) but I'm pretty sure even some elephants can't talk. Oh, no, there are, like, quote-unquote wild elephants who live in the jungle who aren't these civilised, quote-unquote, elephants. If I would have watched... Babar back. Yeah. Would it be deeply it be, racist? Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think it would at best be very colonial. Yeah. Yeah. Be very pro- he literally pro-colony. wears a safari suit, does he not? Yeah. <laughs> Many times. <laughs> Ironic for a uh, for an elephant to be wearing a safari suit because yeah. <laughs> wouldn't oh, do you know what the most fucked up episode of Babar would be? A Babar Jumanji crossover? No, uh, that has got me unbelievably erect. But uh, <laughs> and that's a shame. <laughs> it's a shame to work out that's your little niche. Um, no, one where he goes like on fucking safari. Oh, and, and he just shoots, shoots other elephants. Because there are rhinos in that and, and monkeys. The rhinos can talk. The rhino- monkey can talk as well. Yeah, but I but I think there are even within they haven't even settled on like like specific species of animals that can talk. Just some can and some can't. And what's your solution for all this? All animals can talk or can't talk? That's I think that's the only way around it. Right, all or nothing. Well, I think the reason they do it in the Lion King, for example, right, is mm. like you can only have sympathetic characters talking. Not character, or not necessarily sympathetic, but like if like James Earl Jones's character was like, oh, it's a circle of life and we eat the gazelle and the gazelle was like, sorry, fucking what? (laughs) (laughs) Or if like when he was eating the gazelle, the gazelle was like, oh my God! Do you think Linda, run? <laughs> Do you think Zazu would would have been thought as something of a something of a race trader in the Lion King? Because presumably a lot of the lions would eat other birds, and Zazu is there being a you know. Oh really? Well, I don't think I think you've I think I I, I appreciate where you're going with this, but I don't think lions eat birds. Well, he gets snapped at many, at many times throughout that. That's movie. just in anger. That's not in. That's more. Yeah, that's, that's more like, scar being angry. But right. no, what, what are you saying? Lions don't eat birds. I think that's... Uh, look, stop. What you're doing here uh-huh. is you're taking something very reasonable I've said and uh-huh. with that little tone of voice that you have and making <laughs> me... Da- no, they don't eat birds. Famously, all cats eat birds. Famously. Mm. May I remind you of especially cartoon cats and cartoon birds. Sylvester and Tweety Pie, for example. Okay. This is well known that cartoon cats and cartoon birds are in a constant mm. a constant struggle for power and Fuck. dominance. Fuck. <laughs> but on to this rat situation. Oh, yes. Back to the rat. I find their reasoning extremely suspicious, being like, we're moving, mm. and we're moving into a place where we, we can have a maximum of one rat. <laughs> That's what they've told us. Well, I Because guess... we're keeping the sister, but not this little one. So we're giving away the fatter rat, the chubbier rat. Yeah. Also, like, you don't need to say that your rat's chubby in the, in the listing, do you? Do you think someone's going to turn up and be like, sorry, you sorry. didn't tell me this rat was slightly chubby? Exactly. I, I will not have a, a, a large fat rat. All no. rats are slightly chubby, aren't they? One, like, I think there must be a spectrum. Sure, but I've never seen a svelte rat. <laughs> oh Google my. it now. Svelte rat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, would you like one to really raise the tone? Yes. This one was sent in by Tiamando uh, Pavelidis. Pavelidis, thank, thank you, you so much. 
Uh, and what's great about this is that often our listeners will send in ads and just be like, this is your problem now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is, I think, the, you know, the, the reasonable thing to do in many ways. But mm. this listener has gone above and beyond, and I'll get to that in a sec. But this is the listing. It's from Melbourne, uh, and it's over 15 cum socks <laughs> used for seven years. Oh. Over 15 cum socks used oh. for seven years. And the asking price oh. here... No, the well, asking, he, they, want, they want money for this. They, this is like, there's a lot to unpack it, but the asking price is mostly really come <laughs> from no, a sock. The asking price is six thousand Australian dollars <gasps> per sock or all up. I think it's all up, all up. So what's that? That's like four hundred dollars. Is that four hundred dollars a sock? I think so. That's insane. But see, this is weird because the copy gets odd because the, the headline is over fifteen come socks, and then the first line is I have over twenty socks. <laughs> So they're rapidly they're rapidly uh, reproducing. Yeah, that I have ejaculated in for over seven years. A countless amount of ejaculation <laughs> in about each sock. Oh. Can provide a picture on request oh. from a V young teen to a now young adult. Oh. Uh, it's unfortunate. These socks are very, very used oh. and have been kept in a box for this long period of time. No, why did you keep them in a box? A net. Oh, hang on. Why did you Th- come into a sock? <laughs> yeah, I think oh. of all the things to take issue with, some sort of container for these things. Why? Is, no, is but the, if, if, if that's you, the only thoughtful thing about this entire <laughs> yeah, situation. Exactly. <laughs> if you strewn to, around his house. If you have to jerk up into a sock, why don't you throw the socks out or wash them? Well, because he saw a business opportunity. <laughs> He says a never- an eventual business opportunity. Yeah, he what says, a long play. He says a never before seen sale. Sip- <laughs> Requests are not allowed. I don't know what that means. Simply selling and <laughs> and getting rid of them. Okay, price is negotiable. I think you will find that there's some negotiation here. Uh, a very rare sale that fills various criteria for many fantasies. Name um, one fantasy that would be fulfilled by. 15 socks filled with cum. I, I think somebody who can't count coming into a sock for seven years and me paying too much money for it would be a fantasy <laughs> that would be... Uh, this This is 100% legit serious offers only. So then our listener uh, got in contact. Or her friend got in contact, I think. Um, oh, and asked for this, the pictures? His friend, his friend. His Sorry, and then his friend got in contact and asked for the pictures. And... Uh... <laughs> this person has sent back a picture of the cum-filled socks. So this is not a... This is a real... Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, and they've gotten in touch and they've gotten the socks. And it's one of the most... And the, 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 the caption is one of the most socks used socks of the lot. I have 20 socks with about oh, two to four in this condition. You can see. <laughs> so only, only two to four of them are in this condition. Oh, they're crusty. And oh. this person who's uh, our listener actually blacked out the image or kind of scribbled out the image. I mean, you can make out that there are socks, but I think oh. that I think she correctly determined that this was in many ways like the video from The Ring oh. and didn't want to sort of <laughs> put this oh. on us. And the reply was just, ack. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Look, I mean, on this uh, podcast, I think we try to stay reasonably sex positive. And this it really is oh. in the this really is in the criteria of like you do you consenting adults oh. etc cetera, etc. Cetera. But come on, he no, did. He d- <laughs> you know what? No, you know what fucking pisses me off about this? Go on. Six thousand dollars. Yeah. If you have to jerk off into socks for seven years and not throw them away, if that is if you absolutely must do that. Mm. The gall to think someone would pay six thousand dollars for that's a what? small car. What? That is a small car <laughs> for your used jerk socks. That is imagine uh, imagine like um 
The audacity. The Imagine sheer like a, audacity. In a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a modern twist on a classic fairy tale, uh, let's say that Jack's mum sends her uh, to the market to buy a small car. <laughs> she meets a pervert on the way. <laughs> and comes back. And uh, these are useless jizz socks, and then throws it. And there's a there's a there's a jizz a stalk. stalk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, what so I want to know is like why why seven years? Why did why not keep going? Seven years. <laughs> that's your question. Seven but I mean, what, what what suddenly he was like that'll do because he does. <laughs> that, that'll do me. As that'll the prophecy do. said, seven years is enough. See, that's what's that's what's interesting because like simply selling and getting rid of them. It sounds like he woke up one morning. He's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I have a box of cum socks." No, I think he's been caught. I know an aggressive rat who might like to live in that <laughs> box. <laughs> I have a feeling he's been caught. I have a feeling that he's uh, gotten married or has has got has got a girlfriend. I, I, or find, boyfriend I, for the I first find time. I find both of those scenarios yeah. <laughs> unlikely. But go on. Well, someone's come to the house for uh-huh, some reason, uh-huh. and, has, and, and he's and he has he has gone all in. With like, you know how you, someone comes over to your house and you're like, "Hey, you should check out my here, no? here are my CDs, no? oh, right. here are my okay. books." Yeah, here, like, well, you you have all these like weird nesting things that you show off to people. Yeah, like, especially when you're in your early twenties, right? Yeah, you're like, go to ah. my re- go check out my records. Yeah, put anything oh. on you like. Look at look at look at all these what that, that many Blu-rays? You want, yeah. yeah, does he? Yeah, he has that many Blu-rays. He's pretty cool. This guy's got the Criterion Collection of cum socks. <laughs> 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 Oh man, you know, like I very, I very, oh, rare, I very rarely that has broken me. Criterion <laughs> <laughs> collection of cum socks. It's very rare that I will put a uh, an explicit tag on one of our podcasts, oh, just because it does very bad things for our metrics. But does it really? Yeah, but I think I'm gonna. I, I take pride in it. I think in good conscience I have to. <laughs> just. Just the idea of a bunch of uh, look. We we need a way to. to the, obviously, people aren't buying Blu-rays anymore. <laughs> I mean, uh, everyone's just streaming stuff online. So we need a new product to sell. Yeah. <laughs> what have you got for us today? Well, let me tell you, we've gone through DVDs. What can't be, what can't be streamed? What can't be streamed? Someone at Madman. Like, <laughs> Someone, yeah. We've done it. anime. <laughs> we've done cartoon. So, do you think? Like, do you think this part? Do you think this person has yep. seen... What has this person seen in their life that makes them think that this is a reasonable price? Whiskey. To what? what do you mean? Whiskey. It's, oh, it's the like same principle. <laughs> aged whiskey. You can't just, you can't just open a distillery. <laughs> I was like, this guy doesn't drink whiskey. <laughs> no, but he's like, oh, I see. Because what he's done right is he's, he's, come in a, he's, he's come in a sock... And he's gone for seven years. No, no, no. Oh, he's done initially. Once. He's right. done it once, and he's been like, "Who would like to buy this?" And somebody has gone, "Well, absolutely, not. that's worthless." <laughs> and he hasn't been like explained why that's worthless <laughs> to me. He's gone, "Ah, say no more. <laughs> this needs to be aged." And seven years, seven years is about when you start selling a whiskey, <laughs> okay. isn't it? To get really gross and really earn that explicit tag. Yeah, <laughs> cum doesn't stay like Usable. liquid. Yes, liquid. Yes, <laughs> and after. Just one use that is going to be like a dry, starched, starchy place to stick your dick in. Yeah. After uh, what's the what a year's you, worth of that? Like that's that's uncomfortable. Seven, yeah. What's that's, the, but if you're buying this, is it just for fantasies? Is that the only reason you're buying this? Uh, it could be for spells. I don't know. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, unless you're a witch doctor, why are you purchasing this? Because I don't think I don't. I don't think anyone's into this. I don't think anyone's into seven years of cum sock. Could it be like at um, MoMA? 
What do you mean? Like, oh, da- down Mona? Like, could I could I stage an exhibition down at Mona? Wait, do you think that? Do you think that? Like, is David Walsh getting behind me? <laughs> so, do you think? How uh, would you display these cum socks? They, Stick them to the wall. Is that where <laughs> they get their artworks from? Do you think where they get their artworks from? Well, from Craigslist? I would say that this is, is that not... Where? before. Uh, this is not too far from the machine that does poos. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, that was very lauded. If, no, if they make a machine that comes into socks <laughs> for seven years... I, and, then, and then and then there's a bed and it hides can, it under the bed in a box. Yeah. Can you and it imagine, just cycles through can it. Can you fucking imagine the tabloid press about arts going off about arts grants if there was a machine that came into socks <laughs> as art? For some reason I feel like David Walsh gets a pass. I think everyone'd be like, all right, he's a mad billionaire that hollowed out a mountain. Smells so could- way better than the shit machine. Yeah. Have you guys been to the shit it's machine? It's disgusting. It is awful. <laughs> and you can like as you, you, everyone knows the shit machine's there, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, I wonder where the shit machine is." Yeah. <laughs> and then you like get a bit lower and lower, and you're like, "It's time to." Ooh, yeah. like, I bet the shit machine's yeah. over there. But like, you get within like one level of the shit machine, you're like, "Ah, oh, I'm close to the shit." And machine. And there are all these other people's artworks that are like sharing the same space as the shit that, machine. That must be like a dud. And so you always associate their work with shit, yeah. with, the, with yeah. the stench of but human feces, stink of robot, robot feces. Yeah. Because yeah. you can imagine, right, like. We've 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 delved into the dark dark corners of Gumtree, and there is an innovative- Gumtree. Uh huh. <laughs> there is like an innovative side to this, where you can imagine if someone was like, "I have built a machine that poos," we would laugh at it, and we would be like, "Oh, this man's a serial killer." Yeah. Fucking somebody comes to David Walsh with that. It's it's worth. I don't know. Well, look, if you would like to email artistic billionaire David Walsh and ask him if he wants seven years of cum socks, and if he's going to offer more than six grand for it, mate, I'll snap this up right now. This is an investment for us. Yeah, I don't think he got wealthy by paying six grand for over twenty cum socks. <laughs> to be fair, do you get the box as well? Um, it's <laughs> a good question. What color do you think the sock is? By now, what yeah. color did it start? Oh, it's I don't. It it'd be an off yellow now, surely. Yeah, I think whatever. It's going to be mouldy too, right? Oh. 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 Well, on that note, let us move on because I am so upset now. I do not want to do this podcast anymore. That, I think I think that 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 is potentially the most disgusting thing we've had on the podcast, and we've had some real filth. seventy plus episodes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Andrew, do you have one that you'd like to share with the yeah, class? I, I, I uh, look. I, I've I've tried very, very hard to to, mm-hmm. to be a, mm-hmm. as big a part of this podcast as possible. Uh-huh. Well, you brought snacks. That's right, and Shit also ones. you've brought a, you've brought classifieds, which is which is a rarity for guests to do, and we appreciate yeah. it. So last night, as I went to bed, I'm like, I just got to find some fucked classifieds. Yep, yep. How do you do such a thing? Mm-hmm. So I started looking for some dumb keywords. Mm-hmm. I typed "fuck" into Gumtree. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Nothing came up. Yeah, rookie error. Maybe. I typed "sex" into Gumtree. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, a few things came up. Uh huh. Um, and I'm really glad I did that because it immediately tried to work out what kind of person I was. <laughs> it started targeting ads to me. Uh-huh. And the Fuck ad sex. <laughs> was uh, adult root finder. Uh-huh. <laughs> Seriously, it's a real ad. Um, and it's www.rootsnear.me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Seeking an adult fun on your postcode. Roots on roots on your doorstep. <laughs> Join free. That's a real ad. Wow. Someone paid wow. for that in there. So so someone paid for a listing for roots on your doorstep possibilities, right? So I can okay. Do you know a friend of mine registered the do- domain my wife dot left? No, my wife left dot me <laughs> um, for like fifteen bucks and ended up selling it for literally like I think twenty cum socks worth. Like I think it was like six <laughs> I think it was like six grand that he ended up offloading it. Oh you should oh. for the rest of the episode at the very least we should only talk as cur- the currency of cum socks. Yeah because that, that will mean that like it'll be ver- it means I can't um I can't delete it. Uh, it'll, it'll be much like the cum socks themselves, uh, load-bearing. <laughs> 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 Very good. So uh, what's the copy of this ad? 
That's the ad. That, that's, that's, that, that, that's, right? that's, that's a little bit of spice. Okay, okay, that's not even okay. the real ad. That's, oh, a, that's an, a legitimate advertisement for a business. Oh, I assume. within. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see, like I a see. targeted advertising. Um, so uh, I found some. I found one funny, cute one, um, which we can just buzz through, and mm-hmm. it's for um, as new men are from Mars, women are from Venus board game. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I, uh, traditionally member. not a board game Traditionally a book mm-hmm. mm. A novel? Well, no. I mean, if you read the ad You'll know that it's been inspired by John Gray's best-selling book Men are from Mars, women are from Venus mm-hmm. And the member who is selling it is Icy Dreams with a Z uh-huh. Good, good, uh, good All pieces and cards and board are in mint condition And the most exciting thing about this ad is his description of it Outrageous game that will change the way you th- see the opposite sex Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> And I was like, okay, cool. That'll earn me like a participation badge. Absolutely. So I was like, oh, at uh-huh. least he tried. Absolutely. Uh-huh. absolutely. Then, I, then I came across this great one and I found an extremely long-winded one, which maybe, I don't, I don't know if, if you ever want to use that. It's, I think it would take about 10 minutes <laughs> just to read out the entire <laughs> yes, ad. Yeah. But let's do this short one. This is for a 2.4 meter, one inch beer bong. Okay, yep. 2.4 meter by one inch. Okay, so it's a long pipe. Sean in, pipe. on the Central Coast. Um, and he says, made to the highest standards <laughs> of Australian plumbing. <laughs> Can Good. withstand the punishments from your average bender all the way to splendor. <laughs> <laughs> Can hold about three tinnies and has been known to buckle anyone who attempts the limits of its its capacity. <laughs> it isn't named, so it comes ready to be a part of your squad. Oh. Condition used. Yeah, well, <laughs> forty bucks. Forty bucks. So uh, I, I I grew up in the Shire. No listeners know this, uh, mm-hmm. and I have some I have some rowdy high school friends. So I, I'm no stranger in my younger days to, beer, to beer a beer bong. Are universal, aren't they? Uh, yes, but I, I went to school with some people who went on to become some very successful engineers, and uh-huh. some of the I, I think every uh, some every sort of broy group yeah. in their early twenties or late late mm-hmm. teens has done has done the elaborate beer bong yes. thing yeah. on a camping trip, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, what do you think, Seb? Why does this guy think his beer bong? I looked at the picture before, and it had like <laughs> a um, it had like a, it, it has a valve. So you know how you usually hold a beer bong with your thumb. Yep. yep this yep. has actually a valve on the side that you can turn. Which oh, is an innovation that I think okay. is important. Because it's capable of holding three tinnies worth. Yeah, I mean that's as he specifies. No, but I see my my, my understanding of the, of the the sort of next level beer bong mm. is not the it's not the the long hose variety. It's the funnel variety. Why? Uh, this is both. This yeah. has a, this has a funnel at the top of a long hose. Yeah. Oh, it's the I best see. Of all I worlds. see. I yeah. see. Because well, because the funnel allows for when you crack the tinnies, it allows for the gas to escape, so you can drink it quicker because it's less burning on your tongue. Why doesn't the hose do that? Uh, because there's less surface area at the top. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that so, really has got engineering yeah. friends yeah. who beer bong. <laughs> but you're right. Like I, I remember, I had a friend who was really into just making stuff, mm. and um, we tried to make a beer bong in high school. That he had to like step in and be like, okay, that's gonna Guys. kill you if you do that. <laughs> it's basically like um, we got a funnel. And we realized one of the problems with the funnel was that there was like a mesh in the funnel oh. um, to like kind of filter out whatever. Yeah. But it meant that the beer kind of got churn- frothed, churned up. Everything. Yeah. So I took out a knife and just kind of stabbed through the thing and like left like Bits a of hole. Mesh. And that's what he said. He's like, have you run anything through that yet? And I was like, no, no, we're just gonna go. He's like, let me just um and like ran like some water through it and then just like ch- demonstrated how many chunks of metal were flying out. Shards. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to go! I think that would have been pretty pretty bad. I think forty bucks for a beer bong is a pretty good price though, because if you wanted to be like the rowdy lad at the party who's bringing all the fun times, right? But if you're if you're what's f- what's the cutoff? What in age? Like we're all too old. You have a son. Uh, yeah, child. Oh, like two, two kids. Twenty um, twenty two. 
Yeah. If you're yeah. like early twenties, yeah. If you if you're then, if, then you then you uh, mature to a yard glass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the same basic principle, isn't it? That's so true. It's like we see a, we see a, like a, a forty year old with a beer bong. We're like, oh my god, that's the saddest shit I've ever seen. We see like a forty year old with a yard glass. We're like, oh, oh best pro- prime minister yeah, ever, prime ministerial. <laughs> like, god, that's so funny. So for those of you who don't know, if you've never spoken to an Australian, mm. we have this thing where like our our. Prime Minister Before he was Prime Minister Held the record for Sculling a, <laughs> the a yard glass beer bombs. <laughs> <laughs> The most beer bombs On the floor of parliament um, And he uh, came no, in a sock And sold it on eBay <laughs> So his name is Bob Hawke And he was a Prime Minister In like the early 90s Late 80s Early late 90s, 90s in Australia yeah. Yeah. In Australia Just late 80s Late, late 80s Yeah. No he was in, he was into the 90s Alright And he Because uh, he was rolled by Keating In like 93 Alright Anyway or 92 Whatever anyway, Not important but I he, hate it when podcasts Got political When he, <laughs> when he was uh, In Oxford or Cambridge. He was he was at some like elite educational institution yeah. in the UK and Yeah, he so there's I've been to that pub and there's like a plaque there where he did it. And um Was the plaque there before he was Prime Minister? The plaque was there before he did it, which is odd. We <laughs> 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 re- re- really gave him the kick he needed. <laughs> do you think do you think like and like cause it's that thing of you know at the, the end of the movie where they freeze frame and jump up and yeah. it's like, that little boy went on to, et cetera, et cetera. That's so true. That's like the punchline of Animal House. It's like yeah. him like going, blah, and then it's like, yeah, did this, went on to be Prime Minister of Australia, and yeah. it's true. Yeah. But my point was, he did this thing, and it's like one of those things that like comedians really like talking about because it's like, how Aussie is this? And yeah. it's like a really easy punchline. Um, but the result is Bob Hawke is now about 91 years of age And still sculling beers and, at the cricket Okay, okay so, so not only is he 91 years of age mm. But he is like outwardly somebody Who has struggled with alcohol his entire life yes. And like had to quit drinking for a while And like all this sort of stuff And yet like Yeah you'll say like He's 91 years old They'll put a fucking camera on him at the cricket And then like He'll like You know you can see that he really doesn't want to fucking do it And some 17 year old will hand him a beer And, and he'll, he'll be just, like, like this, this is what's going to kill him <laughs> How are we okay? Best with Prime this? Minister ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, leave a man alone. It's like, it's like that's probably. The, I reckon that was probably his Faustian bargain. Like, you can be Prime Minister of Australia and like be kind of known, like really fondly remembered as not only a good Prime Minister but kind of a beloved one. And but every time every, someone hands you a beer, you'll you have to scull it. <laughs> oh my God, Michael Hing, do you have one? Yes. Now this one was sent in by several people, and it's been making the rounds of Twitter. So mm-hmm. it's, it's one of the fam- internet famous classifieds. Yeah. And I, I won't read out the title. I'll st- Some of the people who've sent it in, uh, Warren Tegg. Uh, Mitchell uh, Barry sent it in. Uh, a, f- a few people. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you to everyone. It's a uh, mainstream classified. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this is from Austin, Texas. This is like when uh, Triple J just plays like, I don't know. Um, oh, fucking cool anything band? these no, no, days. No, no, Triple no, J is <laughs> not what it used to be just if you uh, ask me. Ben, name a cool band. <laughs> Can't do it. Name, name a band. A band? Yeah. Uh, uh, Sam <laughs> Cooke. <laughs> Hang on, we're going to cut that I thought that was pretty good So the text reads as follows I am blessed to have over 400 gallons of gasoline Can we do a quick conversion? I was expecting cum It's nature's cum in many ways I do not have I don't want money I am only looking to exchange up to 15 gallons for anal sex. Uh-huh. Me giving it to you. Okay. That's the way the anal sex is going to go. Yep. Uh, both men and women are welcome, but the men need to be very attractive as that is not my preferred sex. Okay. 
I will wear a condom and uh-huh. use organic lubricant. Mm-hmm. Sorry, he will not be using the uh, the oil. The, the gasoline. Yeah. Well. <laughs> there will be no filming or photos. Now that you've said that, it really feels like they're <laughs> going to be filming in photos. For some reason I believe him. He's been so honest about everything else, though. I don't want anyone else to know either, so let's just agree to keep this harsh. No, oh. no pythons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're interested, send pics so I know if it is worth it. All right. Now, uh, so the important thing here is he's exchanging uh, gallons of gasoline... 15 gallons of gasoline for Did he say 400 sex. gallons of gasoline? He's got 400 gallons, but each time he's going to exchange 15 gallons. So That's lots. a I'm long-term just do a proposition. Hold on, this is very similar to the cumsock ratio. <laughs> because we worked out that, yeah, 15 cumsocks worked out at $400 each. Yeah. This is, so he says at 400 gallons, he's selling 15 at a time. Oh my God. Repetition in numbers. <laughs> The truth is out there. Settle down, John Nash. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, I've just done a couple of quick uh, sums on my computer. Mm -hmm. And 400 gallons of gasoline, uh, so 15 gallons of gasoline, Mm -hmm. this is US liquid gallons, Mm -hmm. is about 56 litres. And I would say that is a bit more than a full tank. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yes, that's true. That's true. So, what what you're doing is basically you get a full tank of gas. Unless it's like an SUV, in which case. yeah. Yeah, a full tank of gas. For anal sex. So what's that, like 50 bucks for a full tank of petrol? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, about that. 45, 50 bucks? Yeah. 60? Yeah. 60 dollars? Yeah. For, for, for anal sex. Now, there's something really... I feel like this guy's missed a step. Like, the world in which we, we barter sex for gas has, like, an apocalypse in the middle there. And I think, like, look, look things are pretty grim, but I feel like he's missed that step. Why wouldn't you just... Why, like... Or he's trying to break into the sex for gasoline market to be like kind of a market leader, and then when everybody's doing it, yeah. But the, the thing is, like having spent a lot of time on Gumtree and mm-hmm. Craigslist looking mm-hmm. at sex ads, I will I will tell you that sixty dollars for anal sex is mm. very very cheap. Mm. So you're looking for someone who wants gas more than they want money. So this is some sort of presumably petrol it's some, smuggler. It's somebody who yeah who cannot convert. Money to gasoline. Yes, exactly. <laughs> for whatever reason. Been, this is a guy who's been banned from the federal station for having too much anal sex there or something. Yeah, something um, like that. Yeah, exactly. Got, no more. It's a, you, it's, you're right. It's a very niche. It's a very niche person. So 60 bucks for anal sex. Ish. $60 for anal sex. Um, and, and this person... And, and they're also getting the very picky... Both... They're also said both men and women are welcome, but the men need to be very attractive as that is not my preferred sex. I don't know if he knows how that works, right? Like, mm. I guess everybody's on the Kinsey scale somehow, but sure. like, I don't think that like... Mate, a butt's a butt. Yeah, I guess I think so. That's, I think that's kind of how... Like, is he going to make him put, put a, uh, a sheet I'm just over saying that and... if, you, if you're like, oh, no, I don't like guys, it's not because you haven't seen the most beautiful man yet. Like, you know what I mean? Like... Uh, I don't... See, I don't know about that. I think there's a point at which... Someone becomes so attractive that they transcend. That's true. Like people say that about people like Bowie, for example. Not now because he's dead, but like... <laughs> some people say it now. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Famous ones like uh, like your your Brad Pitts and your George Clooney's and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think that um that there's a chance that uh, that he he hasn't thought it through. Yeah, I. But he's also going to wear a condom, so you won't get. Um... That's what makes me believe that this guy's legit. Like that he's kind of laid out quite a few. Uh, Mm. Quite reasonable. Like he's he's addressing principally addressing concerns. And there's also organic lubricant being used. So presumably this man is. Um, if that's the but if that's what seals the deal for you, my worry is that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is that organic lubricant aren't. I'm, I'm again. I'm not. I'm not an expert on on, on You've sexual never fucked, matters. So. Never fucked. Yeah, just sucks. O- organic <laughs> lubricants generally mm-hmm. uh, involve like natural oils. Mm-hmm. 
but you can't use those with condoms because they wear away the 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 actual rubber. Oh, really? So you're saying that he's contradicting himself? Well, I think. Well, I th- I think this is actually a, a train wreck about to about to. I mean, I, I know, I, I know that when you read this ad, you think it's everything's fine. I'm sorry, this is a man just trying to trade anal sex yeah. for gasoline. It's that but, standard transaction. But unless you're using a water-based lubricant, I think it can be very, very difficult. My concern, or, my, or the, the question that I kind of have, is like, where did he get 400 gallons of gasoline? That, that is, that's an insane amount of gasoline, right? And if you let him enjoy your butt, like <laughs> I don't know, ten times, how are you going to take all that gas home? Like what? <laughs> Oh, do you think you could? Do you reckon you could go to him and be like, "I'll take the lot"? Yeah. <laughs> or do you think it was like, "Oh, I was sort of thinking I'd hold on to most of this," and then, oh, all right, because he hasn't said maximum one per customer. No. So. <laughs> How do you get like four hundred? Feels like a. It wouldn't be a tanker, but it would be like. Yeah. What, is it, what does that look like? It's over. It's it's over. What what's got a big swimming pool full yeah. of gasoline? <laughs> and it's rapidly evaporating. Yeah. I mean, it's over a thousand liters of gasoline. Let's you can't great. store that. Without proper equipment. Yeah, wait, wait, it's probably. It's Does this guy just work at a petrol station? <laughs> <laughs> and he's, and he's, he's done at the Caltex. And he's done the maths and he's like, I can skim 400 gallons before yeah. before the manager comes back. Or, or, or before it becomes obvious. No, he's like, no one's going to want the full 400. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, the weirdest thing is because he's only offering 15 gallons at a time, the fact that he's boasting about how much he has is pointless. It's irrelevant. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, exactly. So I think it's like imagine how many times I could have sex with you. That's true. Yeah, and I mean, unless it's like convenient for you to stop on the way to work, like the, the petrol station's always that's busy. All, that's and also so you like, think this will just become part of your regular routine. But that's the other thing. Like, like unless this guy lives very close to you, this is a logistical nightmare. Yeah, because you got to fly to Tech, you got to fly to Austin to get it done. Ah, no Look, thanks. this has been a real mystery. Can I can I give you another mystery? Absolutely. So this one was sent in by uh, Sam Silcock. Thank you, um, Sam. Who's just hitting it out of the park? Mm-hmm. What are your search terms, Sam? Yeah, <laughs> share them with me. Because sometimes, because it, it sometimes he goes like in LA. Sometimes he goes to like mm-hmm. Melbourne. Like he's he's, he's all, all over, over the show. It's great. All over. So this is a misconnections. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so it's, I saw you dismantling a security camera. Woman for two men, okay? I saw you lying on the roof with your buddy smoking below you. You were dismantling a security camera on the medical center. I looked at you both for a second, and then I guess uh, I could feel you both intensely staring at me because I looked back and got creeped out. Maybe we made eye contact once or twice, but I just want to give you the heads up that I'm not interested and would never fuck either of you. <laughs> I, was just, <laughs> I was just sketched out by the strange situation. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a misconnection. That's, like, at I, least. It's the opposite of misconnection. Because usually they're like, oh, I saw you defend the security camera. And you think it's going to be... And I saw you there, and the way you were dis- dismantling well, that security camera made me want to fuck you. No, but in but this that, instance, it's this just is a, a warning shot. This is a misconnection in the most pure sense. It's just a misconnection. That should stay missed. Well, or, or it's just like, I, I, I saw you. I yeah, d- don't d- think I didn't see what you were doing. Do, do what you will with it. <laughs> She's just rubbing salt into the wound for those yeah. poor guys. Those poor security camera dismantlers. Do you think, because, well, see, I thought there was something criminal about this, but maybe they were just like security oh, no, no, camera. They're, no, they're, they're, they're presumably like... Like workers, they're presumably they, they weren't robbing a bank or something. Well, I guess we when was the last time you got your security camera dismantled? That's a good point. I mean, 
But she says, like, I was just sketched out by the strange situation. So she clearly thinks they're up to no good. Oh, I yeah. see. They didn't but even... the, maybe the reason they looked at you then isn't because they wanted to fuck you. It's because they thought you saw them doing a crime. That's tr- Is that a possibility? See, I reckon this is... And if you are somebody who dismantles legally security cameras on the reg, do write in. Because I actually imagine this would be a bit of a problem. Like... If your job is doing something that if anyone but you does is illegal, uh, I think you're going to cop a lot of shit. Yes. Like, I think you need to wear, like, layers and layers and layers of, like, fluoro vests and oh, lanyards and... Maybe it's a good way to meet women. Oh, maybe. Well, <laughs> it, it, not this woman. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> she's not into it. She's not into it. In fact, fact she's frankly sketched out by the, by the strange situation. I think that this woman is doing a service... To people everywhere, because uh-huh. I think I think constantly this thing happens where you know an interaction happens in in place and creepy men are like, yeah, she wants to fuck me, and this person is taking a stand and saying, no, you misinterpreted this. Oh whole yeah, thing. we made eye contact for yeah. like you know a third what, of a, a second. third of a second, because uh, that's just how eyes work. Sometimes they're looking <laughs> in the same place. Um, this does not mean I'd like to have sex with you. Yeah, exactly. I think this is a good one. I think this is a real good Yeah, it's a shame this can't be just taken as red. But uh... <laughs> We weren't looking at you. I wish there was footage to prove that we weren't looking at you. <laughs> but unfortunately... Oh, my word. Well, this has been fun. Mm-hmm. We've, we've, we've chatted. You finished your pasta? I finished my pasta. We talked about... Um, some horrible, some horrible things. things. I'm very excited that I get to be on the grossest episode yet. That's great. Yeah, yeah. That, that really the bar has been set, ladies and gentlemen. I Ugh. mean, we haven't because we've, we've done this over like fifteen years or whatever, yeah. and, and 50, 50 million years. Yeah, and we've had so many gaps between. I don't remember half our episodes. So, no. if you do think that there was been a grosser episode, do get in touch. <laughs> there was that episode where the both of you came into socks <laughs> seven years. Yeah, yeah. yeah it I was. Mean... We, we recorded it in real time, uh, like uh, like Boyhood. Boyhood. <laughs> 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 oh man, uh, uh, do you have anything to plug? Uh, when's this coming up? Uh, this will be in two weeks. No, no, just kidding. Um, I've got three podcasts. Yep, get um, in. Uh, Michael Hing is going to be a guest on our on one of them oh, that's very soon. We're doing a live. That's, that must be nice for him. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be really, really good. He was definitely like, I had like two people in mind. He uh-huh. was by far the best wow, option of the that's two. That's nice. Um, so, Hey Fam is the name of uh, my comedy podcast with my mm. friend Angus Truscott, comedy pop culture. Mm. And I do one that's just all about comic books called Serious Issues. Mm-hmm. And then one about the Sydney food industry called The Mitchin. Cool. I, I, I've listened to all three. I'm a big fan of all three. I've, I've been on uh, Hey Fam before. Yeah, yeah. You did the we video did the video game, game wrap up episode yeah, yeah. Uh, last year, I believe. Yeah, I, 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 I should have brought my Switch here. We could have been playing Mario Kart this entire episode. Oh, we could have, and no one would have been the wiser. Michael Hing, do you have any um, anything to plug? Yes, by the time this comes out... I will be dead. <laughs> if you're hearing this. Uh, my French festival show will be basically happening. Uh, so come along for that. It's called Proud Boys. It's, uh, it's the where, f- where is it? It's at the Factory Theatre. It's... um. On like Wednesday, Friday, Sunday or something like that. Mm-hmm, I don't know the exact mm-hmm, days. Mm-hmm. But uh, find on the Fringe Festival website. But it's like the first hour of stand-up I've done like in like a year. Uh, and it's all new stuff, so come on. Great. Mm-hmm. How and many how many Cumfield socks does it cost to get in? Oh, yeah. uh, it would be, I guess, like one, I don't know. One it's, toe? It's like 10 bucks, out, 15 bucks, I don't know. <laughs> it's all cheap. Okay. And now also, please a, do a not mere, send... A mere thread. Yeah. <laughs> a mere please, cum-covered thread. Please do not send any cum-covered toes to the Factory Theatre. Oh, man. Oh, um, but until next week. Bye. bye. See ya.